TNE Network. But it's necessary. Talk about texting and driving. Writing and driving from the dawn of driving, I imagine. Yeah. It's got to have killed a bunch of people. Everybody was taking, they were taking notes in the dust on the dashboard before they had roofs on those (laughs) fucking models. Give me that number again. (laughs) Peachtree, seven seven Alaska. (laughs) Patrick is at uh, number seven. Write it down (laughs) so we don't forget it. (laughs) How you doing, Jared? I'm doing good. This is a public service announcement. Don't ride and drive. And if you do, you, don't, you know, don't admit it to yourself. Well, the thing is, I, I, I look out the windshield. I'm not looking at what I'm writing. That's why the handwriting's so bad. Yes. It's just, it, you know how to spell. With, yeah. You know, it's muscle memory. You don't have to watch yourself write. I, you know, I love the, the hand of intention when you're taking a note for yourself. You, you can tell what you meant by, like, did I round over the C or is that thing going up and down? You know, do I knew it would know it was a C because an H came after it. You got your own codex. You got your own codex. You got you. You got your own codex. Oh, I think you. I, I say she's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Did we start? We started. Shit. I don't know. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's up to us. It's, it's been a wild evening. You know what? We do things our own way, and it seemed like the Pretenders, especially on this album, mm. the Pretenders too. They did their they did their things their own way. Yeah, and that's what. It, why they're kind of unparalleled. I'm trying to think of like, everyone steals a little bit from the pretenders, but nobody really sounds like the pretenders. Yeah. You can grab little bits and pieces and Lord knows people do. I hear her in, in singers now, you know, her little things and Chrissy Hindisms mm-hmm. um, that are just part of the, that's part of the whole, uh, what's it's the language now. It's a language. Like you did a Chrissy. Like it's, if you did a Mariah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's just something about how she'll she'll give that second syllable a second note. Um, I can hear the yes. influence of this band, but you can you don't. I, I've never heard a band anyway where I went. Those guys sound like the Pretenders, right? You hear little parts, or maybe a beat, or but everything else is is all it's all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a band's band, yeah, you know. It, it's it, almost uh, the. I don't know if we can call them the taproot, but they're somewhere deep in the earth. They you know? are one of those. I mean, Chrissy was there, and she's from America, mm-hmm. but uh, was in England at the time, right. London. Yeah, was hanging for, out with like the Pistols and shit. Well, she's working for Enemy over there as yeah. a as a journalist. Yeah. So she's coming at when when she starts getting she's into entrenched. music. Yeah, yeah, she, and just what you're saying, she's she's coming at it from, uh, uh, you know, uh, working with some of these up-and-coming bands like the Sex Pistols and whatnot, and, um, and writing about what she's seeing around there. She's making her own way in the world, early 20s, yeah. and uh, passes a few demos uh, over to somebody. They say, hey, these, these sound good. Do you want to come into the studio? Um, 
it turns out to be okay. We'll go through who's in there. We got Chrissy Hind on the vocals and guitars, doing yeah. some songwriting. Most, you know, Martin Chambers on the drums, uh, Pete Farndom on bass, and uh, Jimmy Honeyman, Jimmy Honey, Jimmy James Honeyman Scott. Honey <laughs> and look at everybody just back. We're calling him Jimmy Honey. Jimmy Jay, Sado. Jay, Jay Honey. Jay, Jay Honey. Get it down to nothing. Oh. Uh, they all sing too. They all, like, this is, again, a band's band. You know, they're um, all capable. They're, it's not just uh, voice, guitar, bass, drums. Mm -hmm. Though that's kind of how what they uh, front as, almost. Not, not say, I'm saying that all terribly wrong. All wrong. It's all wrong. It's the wrong tone. Um, you, you, I, I, think, I think what I was surprised about listening to this album is how much tasteful extra instrumentation is happening yeah. in the compositions. No wasted shit. No wasted shit, and it's all fucking deliberate. Everything's legit. Yeah. No yeah. wasted shit. Martin Chambers. Legit. Jared is, Britt. Martin Chambers is a bad dude. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think, I don't want to spoil the ending here. I think Martin Chambers and Chrissy Hind have a little bit, as it develops, as, as their careers develop after this album, mm. um, a little bit of Sting, Stuart Copeland dynamic. Oh, okay. I thought you were going the other way. I thought you were going like the Boy George way. No. No. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know any of their sexual histories. Or their, uh, so or their they're dating just kind of like Mick and Keith, where they just kind of don't get along. Yeah. Dave and Perry. Ooh, they rib each other. If you watch them in any interviews, yeah. this is a fun bit. This is almost a Van Halen kind of <laughs> contemporary as far as being funny in interviews yeah, yeah. where you know this band has their own vibe. They're bringing it to the interview, but that's what that, you're getting that. Cheeky boys and girls. Yeah. And so everybody else is from in England and basically from the same town in England. Yeah. So when, uh, when Chrissy and Pete start going into the studio to develop a few demos that Chrissy has... Pete goes like, like there's a few other uh, um, musicians that came through that weren't in the original lineup, but just to help develop the demos, um, they start going, this is, this, we, this might be some, this is a good, this is good songs right here. Pete is like, I got, I know some guys. I, let me call me mates. He goes his mates. And, uh, I kept the dick by the way. I have that dick still. And the three other guys, two other guys joined the band and, um, they cut their first album. Killer. People dig it. Pretenders. Self-titled. Yeah. Another Van Halen pull. Right. Especially with Pretenders this. and Pretenders 2. <laughs> <laughs> but then they stopped at the, after that. They didn't make Pretenders 3. No, no. I mean, yeah, they didn't they stop. Out. They just stopped naming the records. No, they pulled out. numbers. Yeah, yeah. That one time. They you had to, they had to switch it up. <laughs> um, yeah, Bill Price produced this. Um Actually, he's, you know, it's funny. He's, you are he's not credited. right about that. It's credited as recording. What, who? You are, you are, Jared. What? No way. That's what it says. Do you want to redo this? No. Do you want to redo this beginning? Because my, uh, my lead it, intro was terrible. For me. But let me tell you this, Chris Thomas. This is Chris Thomas. I don't know about that. Who's Chris There's Thomas? two Chris's working on this project, my friend. Chris Thomas, he did uh, some engineering and some production for, um, I, am I saying it right? Beatles? Um, hang on. <laughs> Zinc Floyd? No, no, though, that's a P. It's He's Pink the sound Floyd. effects guy. Dude, Chris Thomas um, becomes 
one of uh, the all-time classic producers. He worked on the White Album, and the way he got his production chops, he's working in the industry a little bit. Um, George Martin, he likes Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas likes George Martin. Took him under his wing. Chris, yes. And what happened is uh, George Martin goes away on a vacation. Chris Thomas had just come back from vacation, and on the mixing board is a note that says, okay, welcome back. I'm going on one now. You're at the Beatles beck and call, so just be around. And he was around for several of their songs on the White Album. Nice. Didn't get credited for production on that. And then produced The Clashes with their, their third album. Hmm. Um, produced Sex Pistols. This guy's got his hands in early European, early punk music, um, English rock and roll, and is kind of behind the scenes for a lot of this stuff. And then he blows up after this. Hmm. He sticks with him for the next. He has him listed as sound effects. Chris Thomas? Yeah. Well, sure, he did some sound effects. Says Bill Price recorded it. Nope, wait. Nope. (laughs) It's not the truth. We got a wiki battle here. It's not the truth. You decide, listener. Bill Price for producer? Yeah, that's what I'm just recording. He's an English record producer and audio engineer who worked with The Clash, Sex Pistols, Guns N' Roses, Sparks, Jesus and Mary Chain. He did okay. Mott the Hoople. He's all right. He worked with Mott. He didn't work Pete with Pete Townsend. Hoople. He didn't work with the Hoople. <laughs> no. No. How is that saying? What, what internet are you looking at? Are you in the dark Wikipedia, web? and I know it's right because I gave him $10 last month when they asked for it. I said, I use that shit so much. There is, there's, you can have $10. I don't think this is true. So I'm on the premium plan. I get more, <laughs> my, more truth I have here not, I have not given them money, so I can't argue that. But again, it's just maybe an example, which is uh, another podcast I want to start, is Jared in the first percent. Jared in the one percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, I pay for Wikipedia, fool. God damn. Well, shit, man. Well, let's see Let's see how it sounds. Maybe you'll hear that and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's Bill Price. That's the Bill Price sound. No, I think I know where we're going with this. I think I know. All right, here we go. The Adulteress is a lascivious little groove going here. A little bit like reminds me of like Strutter by Kiss. Yeah. But not. That's a tight effect on the vocals right there. Little phase. All, doing all kinds of panning in your ear there. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a there's a there's a handful of Urge Overkill songs that sound like this too. Holy shit! I never put that together, but Urge Overkill totally is. This is, is a total Urge a Overkill child. jam right here. Yeah. yeah. Contradicting myself, I said there's no bands that really sound like the Pretenders, but they kind of sound like a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're working in the genre of rock and punk. And I don't, I don't know if you know this one, um, Jangle Pop. Yeah. That's lifts. You know Jangle Pop? Yeah. Name, name me two other Jangle Pop bands. 
there's like all right fuck you no it's i bet you big star we just talked about them big star i bet you they come up as jangle pop yeah yeah, for uh, sure or or, uh, other bands that sound like that sure there's a good guitar solo happening we we can't talk over it a little back and forth made up to go out That's nasty. But she's putting it about. Look at the spinster. The People's Court. The band who wrote the People's Court is Jangle Pop. She's in love. Oh, yeah. A little bit like PYT. Pretty young things. Yeah. Yeah. A little change of groove. Another solo. This is the first song. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, dig this. Yeah. So they we're a known quantity, I guess, on their second album. They could afford to. This is one of those things you can do if your first album does pretty good. That's it, right. You can just start off the second cut with like a. Didn't even play this on the radio. And I, I think, you know, um, they had a direction they wanted to go in. They were. This this is a really good case, a great, a great example of. A band that has a killer... Did you just cut off that song? They paused too long and then I get scared. And I was like, I'm really riding the faders hard. By the way, it's definitely not because I have a good point. I just, I just paused for dramatic effect. I, you were gonna, I was going to let the beat drop. Um, their first album's a little bit more, um, you know, songs. This one comes together as a galvanizing band, you know? Yeah. Because they didn't... They didn't uh, play around a local scene for years before they recorded their first album. They basically sure. formed because there was music getting music to produced. be made. Yeah, but then they probably toured it and became became real boys after the first album. Yeah, exactly yeah. after that first one, it, uh, it it did well. Nothing to get you whipped into shape and get you bonded like just playing those shows, just yeah. doing it. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, kind of forming while they're playing out. Yeah, absolutely. Because they'll yeah, take make a different. It's shit. like when we listened to Moon Age Daydream earlier. Mm-hmm. It was the studio version, wonderful version. Right. That live version, though, from yeah. like maybe one or two years after the, the fact. Cut. Yes. Shit. Yes. I think every band it gets gets there where you're, where you record those songs usually at the be you know shortly after you figured out how to play those songs, yeah. but you haven't played them for you know. A long time, so they're not worked in. They don't have that tiny nuance. Mm-hmm. I mean, really good musicians can hit that, you know. But it's almost like, like a new things and new places to kind of spread out. Yeah, explore. Yeah, they just you know where to, to let it breathe. All that, all that, yeah. all those good dynamics. Yeah, it's 1981. Yeah, because they're playing real fast from that cocaine. Do you think? I, love, I don't know. I just everybody plays fast live. <laughs> that's what part of like live. That's how you know if like because a lot of live records, remember, especially from the seventies and eighties, they weren't live. Oh yeah, yeah. I always tell the ones that really work because they're playing too fucking fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. you would fix that if you weren't Was that doing a live live record. Yeah, recutting. But Sammy did it. Recut the vocals oh, yeah. on a live album. Uh, they recut everything on that. They're talking about uh, right here, right now. Yes. There's not a note on that. Only the crowd is live. Wow. Whole shit got redone. <laughs> Nefarious. 
Yes. It is. It is a little it's bit. Horseshit. It's horseshit. If you're going to call Van it a Halen, live album. That's horse- yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Kiss started that. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 do, do you want to talk about Kiss? No, do you I want don't. to do their second album? Lot. No. Because they're coming up a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really have too many comparisons to, from Gene Kiss doesn't here, need it. But yeah, he doesn't need it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, they, were, they were my first disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I found out Kiss yeah. wasn't real before I found out Santa, Santa wasn't real. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. Fair enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this this album does a really good job of capturing a band that that is played for road tight. You road tight. Yeah. You know they they formed in what it's like seventy eight. It did some demos and shit. Um, cut the first album. Do a little tour on that thing. Open Chris, up what? That's the whole reason we're talking about this. Is ladies of the eighties. That's right. That's right. You said it when they formed in 78, and I was like, oh, um, but they started doing their shit in 1980. Like in 1980. Output. First album, 1980. Second album, 1981. Firmly Lady of the 80s. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. I'll let you know that. Yeah. I, was, I think Chrissy Hind has um, enough gravity around her that she can, she can, yeah. She was still charting singles when I was in high school. Yeah. And that was not 1981. I'm old, but I'm not that old. Nah. Nah. That was a good yeah, 10, 12 years after that. She talked about, she's like, I'm glad I never boiled over. I just like that simmer because you can go she's longer. She's still simmering. She's still simmering. Yeah. I saw her before the pandemic, whatever, five, 10 years ago, whatever that was. <laughs> um, it was very shortly before everything shut down. Yeah. Amazing. The Pretenders are still amazing. Wow. They still sound good as hell. Well, there's that talk about this is this album here is I think the last rendition of the old this the old, lineup this lineup and people say this is the best lineup. People have opinions on a lot of Everybody stuff. Everybody loves the the OG sauce, you know. Yeah. So what's nice is we're getting the OG sauce on this album when they're kind of uh, I'm not gonna say full bore. A lot of bore, though. <laughs> At least th- three quarter bore. Three, bore. three quarter bore. Three quarter bore. Three quarter bore. <laughs> Bad boys get spanked. Oh! Like that second second track. It's jumping. Yeah. She was she was hanging around. She was around when punk was hitting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's starting to show there. But God, like she's got that delivery. Like, you're not supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like Tom Petty, but like with a better voice. Yes. Yeah, I I, I think she's a, a fan of Petty. I think she's a fan of uh, Iggy Pop. I think she's a fan of music in general. That's just it. And. You know, she's works gonna, within a wheelhouse. She's gonna try it out there. She's gonna try weird shit. Yeah, she can try weird she's shit. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, come on. That grooves. 
Because, I don't know, I might bring up Van Halen more than I thought tonight, but that's like a... Lost control, lost control, lost, lost control. control. Yes. Like, yes. they could... I think this... The, they're drinking the same juice mm-hmm. across the pond. Yeah. About the same time, too. So I'm not saying oh, they're no. ripping it off. It's not at all. There's there's going to be more crossovers. Uh, there's a few bands that we're going to... Those elephant noises that just happened on the guitar? Yeah. yeah. Break it down, kind of tight. What I think they had to do with their voices probably add that echo. I mean, it sounds good, but also this whole thing, except for those guitars, are like right mid-tone, and she's like right mid-tone too. Yeah, she doesn't sing incredibly high Mm-mm. or low. She's right in the right in the yeah. mid-range there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? The song's killing me, but I can't remember that it sounds like. Cherry Bomb! Mm. Runaways. Yeah. Cherry Bomb. And Van Halen had a song called Spanked. In San Diego. They're just rocking. Yeah. That's yeah. all. There's some feedback there. Just throwing it out there, too. Nice little, like, kind of gallop beat going. Do almost anything on top of that. Yeah. And she's crooning. You know, she's kind of she's crooning there. Is it? Yeah. Is that her voice? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. No, I don't. That was gross, though. Uh, whatever yeah, that, that was. was <laughs> it was a sloppy gallop right there. <laughs> well, that sounded like it some. Is, like when, that's the real sound of Lady Godiva riding <laughs> naked <laughs> and enjoying it. <laughs> that horse oh, needed a shower after somebody that walk. Spanked. That was incredible what she just did at the end with her voice. Yeah. It's like when you when uh, Roger Waters would like do that. That was totally seven, Waters. Yeah. Do you know maybe why that got captured so nicely on the uh, on tape? They had the Lennon mic. They had Chris Thompson. Jared. He brought the they Lennon had mic. Fucking Chris Thompson. You need to update your, the Wikipedia. He's working with Roger Waters. He's he worked with the Beatles. Knows how to collect those sounds. Became the fifth member for the first three albums. <laughs> for the Beatles? No, for for the Pretenders. Oh, for the Pretenders. Yeah. yeah. He, so all three. Yeah. There you go. Bad boys get spanked, though. Don't forget that. Jesus Christ. That's a jam yeah, for the Tell ages. me what you really mean. <laughs> this would be uh, the single. I don't know if it was the first single, because there's a couple, but it was definitely a single. Message of Love. You hear it on the classic rock radio all the time to this day, and you should, because this is how singles used to sound.
But the reason we're here As man and woman Is to love each other Dearly beloved <laughs> Take care of each other When love walks in the room Everybody stand up phased out drums I'm not usually a fan of that but in this case I seem to want to allow it that's just yeah you can, it's a good groove anyway I think you're right it can be distracting yeah distracting. <laughs> he used to good effect on Axis Bold as Love though yeah I, I think that phased everything on that fucking song yeah yeah and that was like the outro too yeah right. but it's uh, it has to be done tastefully and that's it. they're not going overboard with it is it even on right there yeah. Slight little slight. Over and 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 over to your bandmates or to develop that change in a you know rehearsal room like yeah well first of all she would be like I got an idea for the middle eight as they mm-hmm. call it over there the middle the bridges eight. middle eight middle eights it's like yeah. from middle earth right lay it on me crazy <laughs> turn around yeah Guitar is like clean, but it's still like kind of hairy or something. I don't know. So there's a little bit of wall of sound going on for this first half of the album. Yeah, the film's in space. Sounds good coming out the car speakers, though. Yeah. I mean, this is the beautiful people, too, by the way. <laughs> totally, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful people. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, they bounce back. They bounce between like that wall of sound and then the super minimal verses. That's why it's, it's so nice. Yeah, and, and her her vocal lines and, and, and patterns aren't just syncing up with it, how a pop song should be. It's but the pop sensibilities, but it's this it's band cutting that's, against the grain. Yeah, they're fucking with it. It's a Jack Whiteish a little bit. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like we know what we're doing here like we know why that sounds good and then then why this change would be weird into it and it fucking sounds awesome right like that whole bass run on that after that first change into you know it's just where, where the fuck are they going <laughs> it just changed the, the it changed the feel of the song but it didn't diminish it at all it made it like textural yeah. made it like yeah i'll just spend time over here too they're like mini epics or something every yeah. every part is yeah had some time spent on it. Great spot for a third song. I think that was a good... That's, that's where you put the single, yeah. right? I think I got a few off of this one, but that's, I mean, that's that's a hitter right there. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Uh, I'm going to just roll right in the next one. It's, I go yes, to sleep. Do it. I go to sleep. Thank <laughs> you. 
that's definitely the Beatles piano. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is. That's the Hey Jude piano. That's Day in the Life piano right there. Yeah, it's funny. Why is there not like a weird plug-in you can put in to get that 70s snare? Like that whole, I'm in love with this, the 70s and the, this being the early 80s. Yes. Before the before the gated reverb sound that would define the 80s. This is still a little yep. hangover from 70s snare. Oh, they're letting some reverb happen on that snare right now. That snare is recorded in a bathroom in a hallway. But it's all tiled. Tighter than a nun's bum, you know what I'm saying? It's it's doing it's filling a lot of that space because they got her tight. They got that sn- ah, such a nice move. Love you till the day I die. That's Beatley. That's yeah. Beatley. Is all get out. Yeah. He spent a few minutes twiddling his tone knobs before he t- did that take. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful oh, harmonics. But they're they're, they're doing uh. uh a dirty clean you know juxtaposition Chrissy's sometimes uh, a little bit dirtier uh, like pulled real up front they do a good job of putting her up front but not like um you know so yeah she's sitting in the mix nice yeah she's sitting in the mix nice that vibrato is amazing too yeah. on the guitar and her voice yeah yeah but they they're doing it she'll do some Tar will do some. Then all of a sudden, she's dirty. They're clean. That's yeah, for all their animosity. They're working well together. I think they got along great. Oh, it's oh a, I thought you were saying they fuck with each other no, in a friendly way. This is where I, I wanted. That's why I was. So like, you don't know who produced the record. You don't know who likes each other in the band. Jared, I, you even know. ever listened to Pretenders before, bro? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's someone that's a sleeper. Like, uh, good album cut. That's yeah, it's not the single, but that's a. And I mean, jam. sitting in the four track, sitting in the four in the four spot. Yeah, this one's laid out pretty typical, um, but there's a first half and a second half. Absolutely, there's a first side. Oh shit, that's a Ray Davies song. That's a Kinks song, maybe. Yeah. That's why I, it felt so familiar. And I was like, this is a good song. Yeah, this is a, a good tune. <laughs> Listen, they write some good songs, but Ray Davies writes some good songs. Yeah, and she and Ray Davies have a little thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that. You knew I, everything else. You didn't know that. That's I so did weird. know that. I just forgot about it because I don't, I don't <laughs> think about people's <laughs> personal business, Chris. I knew what you, what you were going to say by the way you crinkled your face. <laughs> think I'm... You know that gossip and shit. <laughs> yeah, I let I let them live. Let live. Let live. <laughs> well, Birds of Paradise. Play that one. That's the next one. That's not written by Ray Davies. No, no, no. They, though it does seem like they're going to do another cover called Louis Louis, but it's, <laughs> it is not that song. It's oh, it's Louis Louis. <laughs> Louis <laughs> Birds Plural Birds of Paradise Someone's to do that crazy dance And get their foliage all nutty Oh yeah and Next to those plants Yeah I saw them Bird planted planet earth David Attenborough That's a true true That's a true true Yes 
This is the jangle pop part. Yeah. I think anytime you have a 12 string, like the bangle the bangles last week. Jango Django. Had the had the twelve the Brickenbacker. I think yeah, that's yeah. that's you think you can't even have legally a jangle pop band if you don't have a Rickenbacker. I, I I think you're right. It's like you can't call it champagne if it's not grown in France or whatever. That's, that's just sparkling yep. uh, twelve string. That's not a Rickenbacker. <laughs> <laughs> With ladies of the 80s and, and, and Chrissy, you kind of want to pigeonhole her, and she keeps defying she being dodging it. Dodging. She won't let you. Weaving. Bobbing and weaving. Let Chrissy get even. Yeah. You got a poltergeist behind you? <laughs> I did hear that, but then I saw you turn around like, oh, was that something? I'm, I got senses. All right. There's a big ass owl in the backyard, by the way. I hate to turn this down, but no, it's, it's, it's a little sleepy. Birds in paradise. It's a little yeah, yeah. sleepy. Yeah, we let me, see t- let me tell you about the owl in my backyard. No, it's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's got those two big cedars. It just goes between them. And God, just in residence, just yeah. lives basically. It's part of its territory. Yeah, I hear them all the time. But so badass. Hillary got video of them today. I saw. I did see the video. Oh, but they're posting ass. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin it, but I did see. I did see the video. Well, brother, you looking at us with all that fucking familiarity? This is textbook jangle pop, though. Okay. I played with some jangle. You're trying to sound like the birds, pretty much. Everybody, but the yes, birds, I think, yes. were the original jangle pop to everything. Turn, 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 jangle, jangle, jangle. Motherfucking Rick and Bockers, okay? Thank you for clearing that up. That is, that is perfect. <laughs> we're two-thirds of the way through here. We got it. I wonder if they'll do this progression again. <laughs> Some nice bass stuff he's doing there. It's kind of counter melody stuff that I always love about particularly English bass players are hip to the counter yes. melody, man. They just they know. not Yeah. It's in the humor, it's in the <laughs> delivery, and English bass player is a, is a special creature. Special breed. Special breed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was goddamn delightful. Just the whole thing underneath it, and yes. it wasn't flashy, it was pretty. No, that was the jangle pop solo. <laughs> it, was, it felt jangly. But he had the, he had the net. That was not a Rickenbacker, I don't believe. It's just strictly on the rhythm. Remains to be seen. There's a, there's a few little, there's little bits of disinformation all over this podcast. Harmonies going on right there. She, they say they all sing, but I've only been hearing her doing her own harmony so far. Yeah, and she's good at it. I mean, that's a chorus on that guitar, right? Yeah, I think that I think that we're deep into the chorus territory. 
So it's on purpose. This is how, how much more do we have to go to? The, One song to the half. It's on purpose. This whole first half of this album was recorded in Paris, except for one other song. No shit. On the first half. In Par- Paris? Paris. Which oh, is where I think you might have your misinformation. <laughs> well, they're, they're full of it over there in Paris. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Cowards. Beautiful cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know. If you ask me anything about history right now, I will not answer correctly. I've never been to Paris. I don't know how they roll over there. I like it. I was in Calais one time and I met some fucking douches. <laughs> so <laughs> where's Calais? That's where you catch the uh, channel over to England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big port. Yeah. Port city. Sure. So they're shipping all that wine and cheese out. <laughs> That's where the good Marseille and Nice and Porlet. Yeah. Uh, can end the side though with another single. Yeah. Talk of the town. Great song. And quoted. By uh, Shirley Manson in the Garbage Song. Um, oh yeah! It's that uh, yeah. I can't. Re- I'm not gonna remember the name of the song right now. But they get to the end and the outro's going, and she starts singing the talk of the town, and it's like, oh, good one, Shirley. Mm-hmm. Shirley knows. She knows. Shirley's a real one. We should do Garbage's second album. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm totally down with that because Shirley, Shirley's is is Godhead. She's she's up there. Yeah. She's like, hang the jersey in the rafters, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the rest of the band's good too. I'm sorry, because you know Butch Vig and Butch is good. The other guy, yeah. <laughs> but sure, but Shirley, the Shirley and Shirley's Butch show. the shit. Yeah, and yeah. she's a direct descendant of Chrissy. Shirley to Chrissy, I, it's a yeah, beautiful lineage. Talk of the town. This is the 2006 remaster, by the way. If anyone cares. This is running on empty. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's jangly. Such a drag to want something sometime. One thing leads to another, I know. Was a time I wanted you for mine. Nobody knew. You arrived like a day and passed like a cloud. I made a wish, I said it out loud. Bass counter melody in effect right now. And New Order would bite the fuck out of that for regret. Oh, like 93 or 94. Yeah. The pause. Everybody. Yeah. You're not going to. Everybody's going to steal from the pretenders because. It's it's too tasty not to just grab a little, just a little bite. Yeah, and they're putting out plenty. There's plenty. Here's plenty a buffet. To go around. It's a buffet of pretenders. Let me fix you a plate, honey. <laughs> you know they. You know where they got that uh, their name from? The pretenders. Yeah, I don't. From the platters, the great pretender. <laughs> the Chrissy great, got it. That's oh, a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's a great band name. I just never thought about why. It was my first favorite song ever. Was this the great pretender? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The OG version. The OG. Nice. Yeah. I used to listen to it on record, that song, over wow. and over again at my grandparents' house. It's a good one. But I have to say, I think the first time I heard it was the Freddie Mercury version. Mm-hmm. He probably did a good job. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I won't say it's superior because I don't think it is, but uh, it's for you. He didn't embarrass himself. Chorus and phase. <laughs> 
getting all kinds of pedals are coming out right in the 80s too like you're getting a lot more a lot more choice in the candy store like as far as what you could yeah get on I, that pedal board i think i that guitar sound starting to get pushed which then you know um gets the studio sounds getting pushed if you if we can make this sound like this we can all fucking do that to this instrument to that instrument right just solve it <laughs> And that vibrato out to the end like that. Yeah. That's how the first half ends. Yeah. You gotta walk over and flip that shit now. Can't tell you. This is gonna be a running theme in the ladies of the 80s, I guess, but as far as like women Jared had a crush on growing up. Oh, yeah. Crazy Hind is way at the top. Really? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm not surprised, but really, you were, you were that oh. on it. Oh, still. Still. She's got, she just gets me, uh, I get the vapors. No, you see her eyes and you're like, Jesus Christ. Um, MTV, I think, did a lot of heavy lifting for the for the pretenders in that. um, God, I feel like I'm shoehorning this in. They basically came up together and the pretenders were all were all over MTV. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was kind of one of the first bands um, that were now. Now you're actually seeing them perform. You're seeing their videos. Yeah. They're doing interviews and stuff like that. It was like one of the first bands where you're having a behind the scenes into. You're looking at, it and, and she, yeah, the camera loves her. Yeah, and she's great in interview. She's got some shit to say for sure. She'll go on any topic, and <laughs> and you know she's kind of Henry Rollins ish too. She's gonna weave a tale. Weave a tale. And then, you know, we'll talk about the benefits of public transportation and just getting out into the world, you know? Like, I relax by not watching TV. I go out into the world and I ride a subway for three hours and that's how I get my head straight. Hey, hey, whatever works. Fucking hey, man. We've been working for a long time. That simmer has been going. (laughs) That sauce is good, dude. Uh, That (laughs) sauce is going to be, yeah. Long live Chrissy Hine. We, you know what I should mention, too, that, Jeff Beck passed away yesterday. Really? Now that we're at the half, just so you know how long it takes to edit these things, get them out on the air. Jesus. Remember that day Jeff Beck died? That was yesterday. Holy yeah. shit. Meningitis, like viral meningitis. Like in, it was like real, not instant, but it was, uh, sudden. Aggressive. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, he wasn't sick. He was doing work. He just played on Ozzy's record that came out this year. Like, what? Hey. And so he he died, he passed away with spinal meningitis or Not meningitis spi- viral viral meningitis, yeah. VM. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. They, they told me you can get meningitis. I'm not sure if it's viral or spinal, but it's it's a it's a, a meningitis, which is a Broadway show I'm trying to work on. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, we'll talk about that another another time. Um, <laughs> um, from strep throat. Really? Like it develops. It develops into like, it's like, well, I asked, once I had strep throat and I, yeah. I've had it a few times, but the last time I asked when I had it, what if we were in pioneer days, what would happen? And she's like, that would that'd turn into fucking meningitis and Get you can die. Get the fuck out of here. I was like, dude, strep throat felt like you had no chance of healing. Yeah, yeah. It got on top of me so bad. I, w- I was freezing no matter what I was wearing. Yeah. I was obviously warm to the touch. And um, it just kept getting worse and worse every day. You got meningitis, dude. No, I, well, I, I got antibiotics. 
You know. Get the Z pack in you. Yeah, I got me. I got up on some of that v, Z pack. Yeah, you get rid of all kinds of shit. Got rid of my jitis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who couldn't get rid of the jitis, Jared? Mm. So if you're listening to the Pretenders in 1981, uh, maybe some cool, fresh tracks on the on the <laughs> airwaves. Which I would like to remind you, and so would Chrissy, that um, radio used to be. Uh, different from all regions and now you just hear the yeah. same shit on no matter what coast or wherever True, you're at. It's supposed to be fun to drive down to Portland and then they'd have a different playlist. Right. I think she enjoys that. She enjoys that by moving over to Europe. She brings that dynamic as far as, you know, I like, uh, uh, sh- I like changing. I like working with different people, changing, having influences and, and blah, blah, blah. So Anyway, you're going to die from jitis if you're in the movie Quest for Fire. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that shit? You didn't die of gonorrhea back then, wouldn't you? <laughs> gonorrhea was born. It's a Ron Perlman Ron classic. Perlman and, and uh, the blonde gal that's uh, married to Neil Young now. Or huh? Uh, yeah. That's the blonde lady, right? Are you thinking Daryl Hannah? Yeah. No, she was in Clan of the Cave Bear. Oh, shit. Kind of a rip Quest off for a few Fire. years later-ish. Uh, okay. Yeah, I get those two way mixed up. Fun movie, fun movie. Um, when I say Kurt Russell and trying to get out of New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he's surfing through New York? <laughs> no, that's from L.A. Oh, was that the L.A. one? See? <clears throat> uh, Escape from New York comes out. Um, Taps comes out. Okay. That's, this is the birth of the new crew right there. This is new crew. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got the Evil Dead that, uh, yeah. that that pops up. Obviously, that's a classic. Whole career spun out of that movie. Talk about another classic. We got Raiders of the Lost Ark. 81. Yeah. Raiders. You see Short Round just got his Golden Globe? No. Yeah. For what? Uh, everything, everywhere, all the time. Dude, I'm hearing that movie. He's amazing. Steven told me about it at work. I told Steven that you told me about yeah. how you both liked it. Awesome. And good for you. It's a good movie. He just got the Golden Globe. I gotta check that out. It's very emotional. Yeah, because he hadn't done much like since Goonies, really. Yeah, what did he do after Goonies? You tell me. Then it sounds like not much. So he was like, just it was tripping him out that all you know he makes this big comeback and all of a sudden he's yeah. Holy shit! Man. Make you feel good. A little feel good moment. All right. Uh, another feel good movie is Porky's. <laughs> uh, so we'll leave that alone. That's Tracy's favorite movie. Why do they call her Lassie. <laughs> Heavy metal comes out. Speaking, uh, speaking, speaking of boobs, <laughs> the uh, shit was lascivious in 1981. Man, what are you gonna do? It was that was kind of the beginning of uh, you know set or late 70s, early 80s of these like what could we get away with showing at rated R movies? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, obviously, uh, Time Bandits comes out. <laughs> George Harrison going strong funding that movie, yeah. Yeah, executive producer. Or so. Um, Dragon Slayer comes out. Oh, shit. Mad Max 2, and your favorite movie in mine, Excalibur. Oh, man. What a great year at the cinema there. It's a good year at the cinema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some launches in the, the first space shuttle mission goes up yeah, in the air. That's comes right. Back down. Reagan appointed Sandra Day O'Connor. He also uh, uh, fired all the air traffic controllers after they yep. decided to strike, and I know some people were very upset about that. I know a guy that was an air traffic controller that got fired. Same. He still has very bad things to say about Ronald. He's not a fan. If this man was still alive, he would still say bad things about <laughs> yes. that. He was not a fan. Um, IBM launches their first PC, and they use oh, Microsoft yes. DOS. 
Good old Das. Boom. What do you got? What's going on the radio? Let me tell you about oh the radio. You want some or singles? The, you want to no, hear some I, singles? Because I got everything. Bring it, bring it. I feel like exploring the space here. All right. Let's hit it off with the albums first, since we're this is an album podcast. But uh, is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number ten is Air Supply. 1981 is primetime air supply. Yeah, sure. The one that you love is the name of the record. <sighs> Your boy, Billy Squire, number nine, Don't Say No. Oh, that's You know that record? Yeah. You know the record. Have we? Have we? I think we did. <laughs> REO Speedwagon. I mean, you seeing a, a pattern form in here? REO Speedwagon, High Fidelity is that record. But then we're Kim Carnes. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mistaken identity. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Kip. And just when you thought it was safe, Kenny Rogers shows up at spot number six. Share your love. Ew. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You say that at a front door, Kenny, or over the phone? Dude, that's the album cover. He's like standing in a doorway. Yeah. I don't know. He's just got to the party. He's swing. That's his swinger record. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's gross. Kenny, I don't know if it's the beard. Dude, Kenny, yeah, I know <laughs> it is. Kenny is Kenny's whole oh oeuvre. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't want to swing with Kenny Rogers. <laughs> looking down at Kenny's between yeah. your legs. Jesus. Oh, they made a record out of this video game. Journey's Escape. Huh. <laughs> huh. You don't play it on Atari. No, I didn't. Oh, did I play Escape? What was that? The uh... it was pretty much. It was like. You had to beat out the, it was Pong yeah, against yeah, the wall, the and you had to wall. beat out the. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was a ripoff yeah. of another game or something. Yeah. But it was it had they, the low. The album cover was the video game cover. It was right, you know, it was right, good marketing. Right. Uh, Acnoid, I think it, it developed into Breakout. Dan, Dan Acnoid. Yeah, Dan Acnoid. <laughs> when he, when he, oh Jesus. Oh man. Okay, number four, Rick James, bitch, street songs. What street songs? That's the one, man. That's like that's like, no I, that's like uh, Super Freak. Yeah. Oh, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's on the cover, just playing the bass on the street in red thigh high boots, being Rick James. You know, you kind of at this time, and and the Pretenders are also there. You gotta you gotta show yourself on the album. You had to get funky a this little bit too. James, Rick James. Uh, what's his name with the P? George Clinton gets all the love. Yeah. Rick James. Yeah. Rick James, though. Yeah, he could play. Yeah. Funky. And, and I like that he would play the bass um, and sing, because I think that's hard. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, okay, another commonality with Sting right there. Um, <laughs> and he was in a band with Neil Young in Toronto, or they were, Neil Young and Rick James were in a band together, and Rick James was a singer. That's crazy. Yeah. Rick James suffers, unfortunately, from uh, being early on the public bad behavior like like True. like people finding out he didn't that, that he didn't he did give a fuck behavior. too much yeah yeah just before that a lot of people didn't know about the bad behavior I didn't care cosby rode that for didn't a long care. time at least he's doing another tour yeah. though <laughs> you going you want to get tickets well, let's uh let's get the vips you want to you want to, you want to do a vip at yeah. fucking meet and uh, drink uh, meet, greet meet, <laughs> meet and drink. Uh, let's move on the moody blues are number three chris you know about the moody blues I do. long distance voyager is the name of this record it's you don't know anything from that record no that's a good name uh, though that's foreigner good name. number four yeah that's the one 
you know, the it's it's the album cover where it's like the four, you know, when the countdown from the films are going to start, you know. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Four. It's the four. Clever. I like it. I like the art direction on that one. And let me tell you about number one, the album Precious Time by Pat Benatar. What do you know about Pat Benatar? What do you know about Pat Benatar? Nothing. But let me just give you the rundown of the top ten singles, like super fast. Yeah, yeah, please. Ronnie Millsap, There's No Getting Over Me. I don't know about that. Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts. Huge. Juice. Marty Balin, Hearts. Hearts are big in the top 10. Manhattan Transfer, fucking A. Boy from New New York City. I was like, do what, do what, do what, did he? (laughs) Talk about the boy from New York City. Manhattan Transfer on the charts. Good good for you, I guess. Pointer Sisters, Slow Hand. Yeah. Got a man with the easy touch. Do you know what Pointer Sisters? I was thinking about Pointer Sisters for maybe this uh, Ladies of the 80s. Yes, probably not a bad idea. Oh, my very first concert I ever went to, probably in 1981 at the Palo Fairgrounds, it was the Oak Ridge Boys with their song Elvira. <laughs> Dude, that song's not that great. Yeah, not a good song. It's not a good song. They're not a good band. No. But you don't get to choose your first concert most of the time, so I guess if you get drug along. Yeah, absolutely right. Happy to be there. Yeah. Uh, dudes parachuted into the stadium before the show, so that, that was, oh, I mean, obviously. Oh, who might have beat Smurfs, yeah, the boys in their parachuting pole? Rick Springfield, number four, Jesse's Girl. Yeah, of course. Kenny Rogers, they were probably off that record. Number three, I Don't Need You. Now, that doesn't sound like sharing the love very much at all. Mm-hmm. That's what you say when he walks away from the door for the third time. Yeah, he's like, I don't need you. Yeah, no. He, supposed, he's supposed to, bring a, supposed to bring a chick with you. He's, he says, it's, it's not cool. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't need you. Joey's, you know about Joey's Scarberry? Do you know about Joey Scarberry? <laughs> no. You know this song, though. The theme from The Greatest American Hero. <gasps> no. Parentheses, sh- believe it shit. or not. Believe it or not, Joey Scarberry had a number two hit, and it was at number one. So that was a number one hit. At no one. shit. Heavy, heavy hitter. Way to go, Joey. We didn't remember your name, but we never forgot that melody. Yeah. God damn. One of the best like TV show theme songs ever. One of the best TV show theme songs. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, good shit. Can, we, can you watch some, you know? I don't know. Is that on like Amazon or Netflix? I don't know. They might have locked that in a vault. Yeah. William Cat bought all uh, of them episodes. Such a good show. Yeah. All right, number one, the one y'all been waiting for, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. You know what they're singing? Endless Love. Wow. From the movie Endless Love. And immortalized forever in Happy Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what the pretenders are right. putting themselves out amongst right there. That's yeah. it's it's a good time. Yeah. Nineteen eighty one. Good good year for music. There I said it. And you know they're coming they're they're kind of coming for they're basically a European band. They're coming from Europe over to you know, trying to get into the States, uh, getting this good push. I got nowhere. I'm not, I'm not going to like <laughs> I'm just starting the second half. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, pack it up. That's how they're going to start it off. Yeah. Yeah. This has one of the best lines ever. That's one that could have been a sex message song. Yes. Oh, 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 oh
like that. That's how you. This is that's how you flip the record over and put that one on Jesus. Yeah, I mean, with a little tinkly piano thing, or like it's like a toy piano. Or yeah, but it's not jangly. Isn't that funny? It's not jangly, it's tinkly. Yeah, it's tinkly. Yeah. That synchronicity? Are you thinking that that's Andy Summers? Yeah, yeah. But I'm hearing now another descendant of her, I believe, is uh, Karen O. Totally. That delivery and the, and the yeah. cadence and the. My new yeah. yeah, big time. We're fully Karen O. My future enemies. I thought I'd close your mouth. Big line at the end of the song. I just. <laughs> It's a, like, it's a breakup song. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, packing it Nothing up. Goes <laughs> Nothing goes to storage. Nothing goes to storage. like a bicycle bell or something. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just the real high keys on the piano or something. I don't think so. I think there's something else going on there because they, they'll they use horns, they'll use other... You Sound know. effects. That's why Sound the homeboys are... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> not getting his due. No. I'm going to give me a guitar solo here any minute. Cut the crap. Cut the crap. It's a little Rollins-ish too, right here too. Yeah, it's just talk singing it, kind of talk singing it, and even the music, the backing it. Yeah, every Rollins band, yeah, finding a groove. <laughs> and furthermore, and furthermore, yeah, listen. You're appalling tasting women. And what about your mind? Your insipid record collection. That's it. <laughs> Insipid record collection. That is, that is cut to the bone. Put, put that one up there with Phoebe Bridgers and why? Why do you sing in an English accent? <laughs> right. It's too late to change it now. That yep. goes in the. Yep. Yeah. That's one of the greats. 1981 all-time classic. Burn your insipid record, record collection. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, Chrissy. You're right. <laughs> Oh my God, that jumped. What jumped out at me listening to this <laughs> was uh, have, that the second side sounds different than the first side. Yeah, it wasn't it, recorded in Paris. It wasn't recorded in Paris. Where was it recorded? It, no. No, the second side recorded, recorded in England. <laughs> England. And there's a, there's a different approach to the recording where the first side was recorded with this idea of a wall of sound, kind of this right. Phil Spector ish idea, which is who you, you were talking about. Now we're getting into the second half of the album. It's a different... This is where Chris really starts taking over. Mm. And it becomes a little bit more dry, but cleaner. You know, there was zero effects on the drums. Almost every song had effects on the drums in the last one. And it's a pretty strong move to pull to flip recording styles. You can do recording studios at several different ones and make everything sound cohesive. Yeah, yeah. You can do that at this time as well, but they're making a decision to, that this second this second side has a little bit different energy to it. That's cool. I like that. People used to think about that kind of thing. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore at all. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to get into the, any of that. Don't break up with Chrissy. Don't Once do you're going to break up with no, you, yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting broken up with. But you're going to get the Taylor Swift uh, treatment. You're in Sipid Record Collection, you fucking fool. Yeah. You're thinking Ways Not Want Not is uh, next. <laughs> the echo on there is like 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 a dub kit. Totally. Which was reggae was huge in London. Like Clash was using reggae. The police. Mm. <laughs> it's like is it reggae or is it like band of gypsies? That's not yeah. so funky. Yes. Yeah, it's very big influence in London. The police, I think, even would would, in the would air. do the slower reggae, like walking on the moon or whatever. But this is like walking on the moon's nasty older brother that would like maybe stab you a little bit. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. makes you your neck moves way different than mm-hmm. man on the moon or walking on the moon. This is <laughs> moon walking on a man. That's just that's the move your neck funky reggae. That's that, that's, that's that roots rock reggae right there. That's roots rock. <laughs> Some white boys, that's not bad. There's something weird about British musicians that can pull this shit off. Yeah, the British are weird. They're weird. Oh, I Makes good basses. Stacked up those vocals like that. I just want to drive around real slow and get high and listen to this. I mean, they're not sticking to a certain genre of music. No, and that's that's the, the best part is because when anyone ever gets too fucking hardcore about anything, like it was yeah. hardcore bluegrass, hardcore metal, or hardcore reggae, it's like it's just you can only go so far in that. You got to mix. The yeah. shit up yeah. a little bit. Keep like, yourself interested. Yeah, your hardcore ska, great, fantastic. It's antiquity. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who needs to hear that right now. I think I might have just mix a little. I, just I think everybody needs to hear that. Mix. Let's stir it up, darling. It, 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 so this it's just subsonic bass. It's got like a. Is they're, they're pulling on the piano. That's, that's, they're hitting a piano. <laughs> Something's going on. That's the brown yeah, sound yeah. coming out right there. <laughs> that's amazing. And with those vocals that come in like that, get the fuck out of here. I want to. It's 
get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, this song makes you feel like you got to move on with your life. I got to do some shit. Get your shit, get your shit together. <laughs> amazing. I, I got to say, like, the, the deep album cuts are are, are kind of winning. Yeah. Not that there was a battle, but if there was, the deep album cuts are in the lead. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's, so far, there's a couple. I just heard my favorite Pretender song to this point. Boom. They say this is a great dinner dinner table mm. choosings on this thing. And that is that's, the dinner party mix you know, all the way. Who's not grooving with their raviolis to that? <laughs> fuck yeah. Fucking asshole if you're not dipping bread while you're fucking. No, I'm texting my wife. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I left something in the car. Yeah. The, the <laughs> babysitter called. We got to go. You don't have a babysitter. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Good God. Waste not one. No, that's it. That's just a great saying anyway. Yeah. That uh I firmly believe in. Absolutely. This is uh <coughs> when I was playing pinball yesterday. This is right here is when I really started turning on with this album. Oh, you did research, you nerd. I did. I did a, that's that's why <laughs> I, I was... Would, but I didn't realize we'd come down on a solid... We'd, we'd been going back and forth for like... We'd been talking about two, it. Two, three weeks about this. <laughs> but we did say about four days ago, three days ago, okay. let's do the Pretenders. All right. We're like, that's where, that's that's where I missed literally what you said. <laughs> all I, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that means I didn't hear you at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all like right. my yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was like two or three we were thinking about. And then, so, I, yeah. All well, right. <clears throat> I think that's why, because I'm hammering down. You know, I, I took yeah. notes and, uh, well, you know. Somebody's got to. These are some development things. And this is the, you know, I'm a fucking detective thinking there's a, a you know, in the future, a drummer-singer conflict. Because, you know, like like the police. But it all started mm. because of that song right there. Really? That, that song made me go like, like. Wait, that's got some police tie to it. There's, mm-hmm. but not saying they're they're overlapping. Just in the exactly. Venn diagram of fucking England and music at this time, <coughs> reggae was getting sprinkled, getting sprinkled through. It's percolating. It's percolating. People are starting to pick up on it and stuff. And I love, I love their hand in it because like, that was that fucking was, groovy. Yeah. And that was not hardcore, true, true reggae. That mm-hmm. was not the, the most. Uh, just a little bite. No, it was just a little pinch. Yeah. And they're, they're doing that with a lot of different genres. They're not That's going, how you're supposed to do it. That's yeah. why I'm not the biggest No Doubt fan. Mm-hmm. But if they were like a hardcore ska oh. band, forget about it. No you'd never think about them again. Yeah. <laughs> you'd never think about them again. Yeah. You just take a pinch of that ska. Yeah. You sprinkle it on things. It goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. A little ska goes a long way. Yeah, it's boy, <laughs> does it. I mean, we had they had the real hardcore guys that were getting on the radio and everything. Like, ska had a, ska's mm-hmm. had some times mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, it had I can't some good times I can't and some bad times, man. but there were times. I guess, like if, <laughs> if you want to split hairs, me, I'll go like you know, like the old school, like madness or some shit. Yeah, I yeah. can get down with some of that, uh, but no, that whole real big fish like business and, and where do you stand on the mighty Boston? No, how about the mighty mighty Boston? No, <laughs> no. If I put one more mighty in there, where do you sit? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they had that they had that one single right that was kind of big, like. The, you did it at the football game today. Somebody sounded like that guy. Uh, the knock on wood song. That's a that's a good song, but I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not for me. It's for plenty of other people. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like hardcore rockabilly. People love it. Mm-hmm. You put a sprinkling of rockabilly in your shit. Yeah, yeah it's a little. Come on. You know. 
Don't be hardcore about anything. That's, that's where the, what I'm trying to say. I, I, when I say they, I think Chrissy's actually driving this dimension to the band, where they're all very good musicians and they're they all play together really well. Mm-hmm. She's she kind of has this idea of where I want to switch up the song, how this the, the feeling of the song. So they always remark about, yeah, Chrissy then worked on a song for a while. We fucked off, we did some shit, yeah. came back. I have an idea. I got this song, and then they go in, and then it becomes the song. Yeah. You know? Well, she's uh, listed as the sole songwriter for all but three songs on this record, and one of them is the Ray Davies song that she didn't write. Yeah. The other two, she uh, Pack It Up, the side opener that was so dope, that was a band yeah. composition. Yeah, yeah, Sounded like it. It, it did sound great. like it. And uh, the day after day, the one we're going to hear next is uh, Honeyman Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honeyman. Yeah, Honeyman and Scott. Jimmy Honeyman. Honeyman and Scott. So, you know. Jay Honeyman. There is some collaboration, but honestly, she she wrote three quarters of these songs. So yeah. she's, yeah. she's going to push it how she wants to push it. And then in the future, as, as band members pass away and she starts working with other people, even with Martin and then without Martin for a bit and then back with Martin for a little bit, um, uh, she sticks to the idea that you should work with different artists if you're an artist, work with different artists, be open to different art, because that's going to ultimately influence what you're playing. That's and so right. maybe it'll catch with some people, maybe it won't catch with some people. But do you know she she's she's a yeah. fucking you know she's going to sprinkle some shit on everything. Yeah, yeah. Sprinkle it, take sprinkle everything everywhere all the time. Yep. Sprinkles everything everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot this okay. heroin. <laughs> Come on. I forgot that heroin would happen to this band too. Like it yeah. happens to a lot of bands, and it has the same toll every time. Just about. Yeah. Um, this, this is why this is a this band is a good one. This album is a good one to end this little ladies of the eighties thing we got going here because it's not an all ladies band, led by a sure. lady. Um, it, but um, oh, I mean, she <laughs> as far as being like. When you think of the pretenders, you think of Chris Hine. Yeah. So we might be bending the. I don't think we're even bending the rules. We, but there are no, no. rules. She's she's galvanizing. Pat Benatar was playing with her. Neil Giraldo. It's not. It doesn't have. Yeah. It's not. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Can all be the Go Go's or the Bangles? Yeah. And we looked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, this because this is a sweet spot. This is like the ultimate sweet spot. That that's where I was going with this. This second album. Of the Pretenders, named the Pretenders number two, you know, uh, not because it's doo doo, not because it's doo doo, between me and you do, um, voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it's like you, you, it fits this mold that we like about the second album so much. Um, it fits it because they're coming onto their own. They. Um, got good producers they're in a few different areas they haven't really been tainted with stardom yet they just came off of their first tour taste of it you know yeah just a little taste where they're like this is working and we're gonna be musicians (laughs) this is happening this is happening that's their whole first tour was like this is happening (laughs) what do you got next they talked about spending a long time making this album they made it in less than a year they made it in a few months yeah. and there's and they and they have that van halen work ethic we don't want to be in there for months and months at a time the space gets stale yeah we want to get in there do our shit but like then go away for a bit 
let me write some shit. Mm-hmm. And we come back and she goes, hey guys, I got this do it fucking in Paris. direction. <laughs> Just do it in Paris. But I think, I think uh, Pete from this band can sum it up why we like second album so good. Let me play this little cut before, before we go into it. When people make the first record, it's like 10 years worth of um, writing. You know, you've got all that time before you get the big record deal and the big American tour or whatever yes. to, to uh, write enough, uh, enough uh, material for an album. For the second album, you've got three months. <laughs> no truer words spoken. When you, if you keep changing bands, then you keep having to make first albums. Right. And they crushed it with this second album. This is a good second album. It's a good second half to the album. Let's yeah. listen to some more. All right. Day after day. go yeah that's she she just <laughs> she just stomped on your face with that one could she drop into a tune or what my god yeah yeah that's how it feels it's like you just kind of join in this one in progress you're joining this conversation in in the middle yeah that's not an opening line that's, i mean it is it's one of the ultimates but it's mm-hmm. like who does that shit that's that's the fin- you doing the finale at the beginning she, that's the thing. She's not. She's not scared to burn her good material. She's not scared if you don't like what the material is after this. Yeah, I guess. God damn it. Tambourine kind of getting yeah. kicked across the room, though. <laughs> right. It just oh. dolby across the mic from one side to the other. And then a little second one. Yeah. All right. I like how they use it. It's for more for accents. Yeah. It wouldn't have given them the steady. It would have been too much right there. Yeah, if this if it was rocking through the whole thing, it would have done it. But I'm just saying, it would have done it. It would have flattened out this tune for sure. You don't want to distract from that. But it's on vocal it's, on this. It's donkeyness. Yeah, they, they didn't drop it. At, yeah, it's just it in there steady. She can fit in some syllables too. She's good at that one, like squeezing in about three <laughs> or four, where you could have probably only do two. <laughs> Late. 
meet again. She's doing the boys to men bridge. Yes. Girl. It's a real man. Pick up where we left off. music there at the end after a little spoken word I'll know when to go out crash I'll know when to stay in get things done <laughs> yeah they did yeah this wow this record's all killer with no filler so far mm-hmm. you, you find any filler we kind of talked over what it was the one we kind of we kind of dissed a little bit was uh, uh, Birds of Paradise yeah I mean everything but is still right is a place. good song yeah and I think the placement for everything it, it works out. It's it's like that's what they were thinking about the when time, they sequenced the album. Reading the time, they're like Birds of Paradise. That is the song we need to put at number four, so yeah, that two douchebags in 2023 can talk over most of it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. but I think I think I I identify, I hit, I feel the second half hitting harder, and I think yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a rope dope. I think it's our boy Chris. I think our they boy give you Chris a couple jabs with the with side A. Good stuff on side A. Because it's Side the same band. where the fucking haymaker comes around, though. And yeah. then you... Goodbye. Yeah. I don't want to stop. Let's go to Jealous Dogs. I mean, that's... that's right? Right? Come on. <laughs> uh! Play your bass a little harder, dude. Come on. He's been sitting back there just killing it for a while. And now... Here you go. Take it for a walk. It's a boy yeah. right there. I like that most of the time the rhythm section is carrying on like those maybe twice as many, you know, if they're doing eights, he's doing quarter notes and he's just back in his own time zone. Yeah. Always on the alert. It's almost like her vocal cadence is counter. It has nothing to do with what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's great because they're I mean, you could go so many ways with a backing track like that, but she found the interesting part to go to. She'll cut against it. Yes. They float over it at times, cut against it. She needs to, like, like we heard on the day after day. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to just ride this wave to glory real quick. Watch this. Hold on, guys. Watch this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Chrissy. such a new bass tone to chase after now <laughs> it's, it's somewhere like between Simon Gallup and Sting it's beautiful you're sipping bacon yeah dogs is a one syllable word wow 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 
get on. Stop. I see a little. I hear a little John Deacon in there too. A little bit of John Deacon tone. Certain. Queen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for. It's what I spent the last 30 seconds trying to. I, I wish I could have said it right after what you were saying, but it took me 30 seconds. No, to you're right, though. That's, you know, he, did, he did another bite of dust. I understood the funk. Oh, I'm just saying, man, in like 1988 or 86 or whenever I came across Christian, I was pretty sure I had a shot. <laughs> I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> she, she's 20 years older and still looks, she's too good for me. Yeah. Who do they think we are? What do they think we do? It's hard to get This is not technically like hard what they're doing. It's just tasteful as a motherfucker. Yes, it's that it's just, band dynamic. They're well, good playing together. in its place. Yes. Yeah. Listening to and being uh, in. There's our time machine show. We'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll do like 80 so that we can, can kind of catch like all of them. Like the Banshees. Yes. A little Joy Division right oh, before. Fuck yeah. A bit of The Cure. Yeah. Yes, keep talking. A little bit of the. Uh, ooh. We'll see the. Uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> we, need, we need him. You know Two Bay Army. Oh, yeah, Gary. Gary Newman. I was going to say Ridgeway, but yeah, you're right. It's Newman. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, this is... a different tube way about him. London from like 77 to 82. You know what we need? It's popping. We need... We need Five-year stay in London on your time machine? No, I was going to go with a month. A five-year? Five, year? five we, years. Hit pause and go back five years? Yeah, yeah done. Just, yeah. Yeah. I could do... I, I think we could do five years together. Being able to go, motherfucker, we've done 20, <laughs> 22. Yeah, like I'm saying, I think we Standing can do it on our heads. <laughs> and go jangle pop again. Oh, I gotta put the ugly chords in. So the jangle didn't. Jangle turned to twangle. Coincidentally, on the second half. Twangle, jangle. But they're bringing back some of that. That jangle. Yeah. Mr. Bojangles, Mr. Bo Twangle. Uh, second half, uh, this second half of the second half, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Fooling with it. It's not mixed right or the same way, and it's no, not. It's they're, they're both of a different piece. God, she's just so dexterous, is what it is. It's like she could just. Yeah. Well, and it's not in like that. Uh, Real shitty, like uh, I don't mean shitty, but like Christina Aguilera when like it's not gymnastics or whatever, but it's not affected either. Affect, <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, she doesn't go to. Um, I'm sorry, Extina. I didn't mean. No, it. no, she's good. She's good. She good. You don't have to point at every note you sing, though. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it gets an, it's gets a, it's a little much. Yeah. Can you do it without that? Yeah. Okay, then do it without that. Can Celine do it without beating? Oh, you know what? Beating her kids? Not beating her chest, but Celine's she's not doing good. Celine's got problems? She's got problems. She's got health issues, man. So pour a little bit out. Don't pour a little bit out. She's still Wait, with she's Jesus <laughs> Christ. But she's save a little save a little prayer for Celine because you know she did you some good in your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wish you wouldn't look straight me straight in the eyes when you say that. Mm-hmm. It, it, 
Make it seem like it. It's power of love, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, that was Huey Lewis. Not her, too. Uh, listen, I worked in a grocery store in the early 90s. I listened to a lot of Celine Dion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you ever see uh, uh, Ariana Grande's impression of Celine Dion? No, it was it pretty good. Spot on. That's hilarious because I just have a hard time liking that girl. Really? Yeah. Why don't you like her? She's so talented. It's that whole donut shit. Like from like ten years ago. She got to sit on a donut. Yeah, just like she's got butt problems. I don't know. She just seemed like a shitty person. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I don't know this woman. I don't know. I don't. Okay, let me just say I don't know about cut out the whole thing. But the, donuts, I don't know a lot don't about spit donuts. on the donuts, man. I didn't know. She, I don't know anything about she's donuts. She's a donut spitter. Okay, and you heard it here first. She's a donut. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jealous Dogs, good song. I'm gonna come down and on that side of things. Yeah. How about track number eleven, The English Roses? Already, this sounds epic. Hey, listen, I want to also say a joke <laughs> about the Amazon like popularity bar next to the songs. It's kind of fun to look at. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and usually, like a lot of these records we do, it's like the singles, like full full health. Mm-hmm. Whenever you might have one, that's got like a little, you know. Yeah, that store and the restroom are all just like one bar. Like you're trying to make a phone call in Medina, right? And it's yeah, good luck connecting. Uh, I don't. There's none below two bars on this on this album. Like no this, two bars. It's a beloved record, apparently. Yeah, no. I think this is again a band's band. This is a a, a record appreciator's record kind of deal. Yes. There's a lot of rich history to it. How it got made. There's some drama. Um, oh, oh, not not between the band. But uh, between who produced what, sonic drama. Um, but it, it's it's right in there. This I don't think there's anybody who doesn't like this album once they listen to it once yeah, or twice. If you don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, really I don't know you. Don't know you. The English Roses. <laughs> I thought they were coming in hot like ZZ Top for a second, and then they do this. It's almost like a, an Eagles move. Yeah. ZZ Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles. It's just before it rains. The wind whips from the balcony. The sky closes. The English roses. This just in. You can do Jangle Pop without a Rickenbacker. You're right. This is here right now. Sound. Is that a bongo or a bongo? Conga could be a conga. Oh, I thought it was a tom. But there was like a four bar solo, and no, now there's a boop boop. There you go, get busy with the percussion. Yeah. Get crazy with the cheese whiz. If this drops into a sick bridge, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. This is a story 
wood block? What? There's, there's, some, there's a wood block in there? About the girl who lived next there's a wood block in there. They really went all out on the percussion on this one. They're like, yeah, give me a fucking conga. Give me a wood block. Went to the nearest elementary school. Give me a rain stick. <laughs> do, you, do you ever one of those recorders, like those little flutes? No, Ian Anderson's got it in the next studio. Strokes called Under Control. Yeah. Similar? What are you like? Yeah, yeah, I think that good feel, like a little vibe, little vibe rub off. Yeah. But you could take several of the songs off of this album, and if you just add, like, you know, a little fucking um, steroids and time to it, (laughs) yeah, you know, you're like, I'm gonna ramp this influence up and ramp that influence up. Susie and the Banshees had a bit of that. Big part of the sauce. Yeah. That we all know and love is rock and roll. Yeah. It's one of the bold flavors. Some people just, you know, kind of a bay leaf floating around in the pot. Right. Think it's flavor. Chrissy's the garlic, son. I like that. Oh. What was that? I don't know. It went sliding by, though. It's... any of these ideas you know those backing <laughs> vocals or some the bongo here there you would on paper you'd probably get kiboshed or whatnot yeah. and you're just like just let me fucking do it and that's <laughs> and that's what that's this, what you get that's literally what they did with the yeah. recording of this album yeah they, they had enough juice because again they didn't have this backing from audience they were like producers listened to some of her demos Pete helping out there yeah. and then they got some studio musicians who played oh by the way with some other big bands yeah. who just weren't big so much at that time um, but capable guys oh yeah we're gonna get so and so we're gonna get so and so yeah play these three songs with Chrissy and Pete and work them out maybe it's something turns out it's something <laughs> so then Pete's like I got some mates let's put this <laughs> band together they all gel yeah. and then make an album you have to gel to pull off a tune like the English Roses. Yes. Because there's a lot of vamping going on there. And vamping requires... With, without I getting limbs. Tedious, You're going on limbs. You can't be. You can't let it get tedious. Mm-hmm. And in the wrong hands, it gets tedious. Yeah. 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 You got to be a band. By committee, it gets tedious. But when the band works as this unit, boom. You know, so she's coming with ideas. The band's developing these ideas. They go out on tour for the first album. It does a good job. The second album, they're just like, just let us fucking do this thing. And they were like, yeah, so far so good. So yeah, fuck off and do your thing. (laughs) Fuck off and do your thing. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a little epic for the penultimate track, right? So what's the move? 
when you mm-hmm. when you end on that, I mean that outro. You, that last thirty seconds. Words around me. That's what that's what my ask is. Well, Louie Louie, like you said, I guess it's not a cover. That's cheeky then. That's like the and they know it. Yeah, that's like uh, the uh, not the pretenders, the play, replacements. <laughs> Naming that record, let it be. It's it's like Incubus with uh, Wish You Were Here. Incubus. 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 Good old Incubus. Doing math on an abacus. <laughs> Louis Louis. <laughs> Maybe you do. It's hard to groove at high speeds. Yeah. That is an accomplishment in and of itself. Because we all know fast music. It doesn't necessarily, thrash metal doesn't necessarily groove in the same way. And keeping that this groove is, is real hard. Funky? That's why playing beats are easier, faster. When you, you know, when you're learning to play drums and shit, you're just like, well, if I play faster, when you know, nah, the, the magic's like being able to play fast, clean groove. And the horns. I, I, I'm never lean. You can never not put horns in a song. I love it every single time. It just feels like Except triumphant or whatever you want to fist pump every time you hear mm-hmm. horns. It's like that's why they blow them like with kings show up at places or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're victorious. Ring they ring out. Yeah. A little slide? Come on. I guess that's how you follow an epic, Here's uh, you a, know? Yeah. Yeah, you do. And and you didn't see this coming. No. Nobody saw this last track well, coming. You don't know horns are coming. It, it's, it sounds a little clashy in there, but you know... Motown. Midnight Hour. Yes. This is, you crank up the RPMs. This has got some Wilson Pickett in this. Okay. I feel you, but I smell it. Those backups. Are you leaving the club while this song is playing? No, you are not. You are not. (laughs) You don't know. You know, it's nice too. She can sing high. She's got got range. That's like any Lennox in the backup. She's got range though. Yeah, she's a good singer. Um, But what's fun is she's been living in England for a while. Worked as a reporter in England. Uh, formed this band in England traveling around with this band with English players does not sound English when she's singing no. when she's in interviews every now and then shit slips out and at no time do you go ah she's trying to do that no that's just natural she is like yeah she's, she's got some shit <laughs> not pulling Madonna is what you're saying uh, this is right out this last 10 seconds
okay, that's how you do it. I was, I had my doubts because the next to the last song was pretty, pretty epic. Yeah, but then you bring in a barn burner like that. End the album with this, with this phrase. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's go. Like that's you know. I want to run. You know, great yeah. ways to start an album. Great to say, you know, what's what's your first lyrics on this yeah. album? What's the first message or whatever? Fucking last few words. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. That is... Uh, on an upbeat, dude. It's killer. Yeah. Way to go. That's like... Uh, I don't know if it's the last... Is Let's Go Crazy? No. Let's Go Crazy is like the last record, uh, last song on Purple Rain, right? I don't know. No, 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 no. it's not. It's I would die for you. I mean, no. <laughs> oh, dude, right? It's the same thing. We're like, what are you gonna do? And you nice. go out on that oh, party. Yes. You go out on that party. Oh, fucking God. up, jam. Just catchy as fuck. Yeah. Just frantic up. and all that shit. It's up, up, and up. Best way to end a show. Yeah. Just up, up. The confetti's falling. Yep. The lights are on the cr- the, yeah. the lights are out on the crowd. It's just yeah. That it's a yeah. that's how you know it was a show. <laughs> just little things it doesn't take much it doesn't take much but god damn it they used every last bit of it right and and if this is the classic lineup sign me up yeah yeah it's just a killer album um little fun fact talking about ending a show on uh, on up i'll probably bring it down a second here it has nothing to do with drugs (laughs) but uh (laughs) You know, we were mentioning MTV and them coming up right as MTV's coming up. I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking like 85, no, 81. 81 is MTV, like 80, 81, something like that. Right? Yeah. They're right on the forefront. And if you remember, if you go back in the Wayback Machine and you think about what were some of the first videos you're seeing on MTV, it felt like a European invasion. Yeah. There was a lot of European bands coming over. Mm-hmm. Remember that Brass in Pocket video? What was that one? That's the Pretenders. On that. Oh, was, shit. You know, the 80s, early 80s videos had that look. Yeah. It's the same 99 Love Balloons look. Yes, like yes, it's yes, just yes. on video is what it is, maybe. That's, this is exactly where I'm going with this. You want to know why? Mm. Because in Europe, you are already making little videos, little movie snippets for your songs because they had a couple different kid mm-hmm. shows, they, you know, kid teen shows yep. that they would show the band. Yeah. So when MTV started with an idea, no real American bands had it ha- figured out like they did. They had the nothing. Beatles were doing that shit back in the day. With so like, they could just automatically yeah. put content in. They were ready. They were ready with, with already Fucking pre-made Brits, stuff. Fucking Brits, man. They, first, they, they got to you know? tell us that the blues are good. And then they got to tell us the videos are good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not wrong. Sometimes. throw their tea in the bay one more time. I don't give a shit. Which is our right. And it is fun to do. (laughs) And it's okay. Motherfuck the monarchy. (laughs) But yeah. God damn it. They hate this fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This record got me feeling certain kinds of ways about the the structure, man. And they meant it. And, and I don't know if you want to get into it on this episode, Jared. Uh, let's get into it on the next episode, Chris. Dude, that was ladies from the 80s. We killed it. They killed it. They killed it. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network. <laughs>